don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs, freaking frogs. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 35 of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. My name is Morten and I'm joined here by Nicholas. Hello. Hello, indeed. And we're back after the uh, winter sab- sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, the, the Christmas and New Year celebrations. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then we needed a couple of weeks to uh, get, get back down on earth, try to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the, get all that Christmas food out of the system. Yeah. Fucking, all, I mean, all the snaps hangover. Oh, the snaps. Holy fuck. Oh, oh. I had. I mean, I like the Christmas food in Sweden. It's like a buffet, basically. And it's the same buffet that we have for Easter and Midsummer, uh, which is a lot of herring, uh, eggs, meatballs, sausages. And with some alterations, wouldn't you say? It's like mainly the same, but you, yeah. oh, for Easter, there's a bit more egg and herring. And it's like an abattoir a- with booze. Yeah, there's always booze, uh, which is good because you need the snaps to fucking handle all that fat food <laughs> that you're eating. It's like, oh, I can't eat anymore. And then you take a snaps and it just burns through the system. And, okay, yeah, yeah, I think I could. I think I could. Uh, the uh, trick is also to take... the fat. Yeah. My I also I, my trick is also to take a little every time and then go a lot of times, uh, at least when I'm at my grandparents because then they're like, "Oh, good boy! Look, he he went again and took more food. That's a good <laughs> grandchild right there." Even if I just go and take like an extra cracker or something, they they don't notice. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll go a fourth time." Wow, <laughs> that's a good. Uh, gotta be smart. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I I like the food, but it's like. The first, I had it three days in a row. It was three days. I was at three different families and every time the same food. And it's just, mmm, yay. <laughs> I mean, it's such a weird combination because it's, it would be good. I mean, it's really good because it, it's a buffet of everything. But you just mix like herring, meatballs and, I don't know, porridge. Yeah. <laughs> I was at my grandma's and we we ate it for Christmas, but then it was like three days of eating leftovers. And then we finished one of the things that was at the buffet, and then we just had to finish all of it. And you think what's good first, and like the the third day is just the leftovers that no one really wanted in the first place. (laughs) Yay! Then you can make uh, pitipana or something fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyway, we're back, we're back on track, and uh, this episode is going to be about the word bearers, mainly. 
that's the main segment coming up. I'm going to convince Nicholas and all, all of you that the most heavy metal fucking legion the is bears. the bearers of the word. Enough with this turd bearer shit. <laughs> They've had it. People just give them shit for no reason at all. There's, I'm, I'm going to tell you otherwise. All right. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, first things first, have you done any hobby lately? Uh, hey. We're going to talk about a little, a little event we we attended but uh let's talk about hobby first uh yeah my my third foe blade is still unassembled on my desk <gasps> this is before christmas yeah um so i'm gonna start working on that after a while it's not yeah. like you, you need it anytime soon i guess uh, <laughs> no not really <laughs> there's no deadline there's but no event so. big enough for you to take all of them <laughs> <laughs> uh but like, the only thing i've really done is Fixed the last chip for my Iron House fleet for Bethesda Gothic. Oh, sweet! <clears throat> so I put some uh, etched brass on it after getting oh, some ideas because yeah. Freddy did it on his ship. I was like, oh yeah, yeah etched brass. That was a really, really good idea. Get some yeah. extra detail. <clears throat> uh, so he, he had like wings on it for his Emperor children. It's mm -hmm. actually the same ship that I'm building that he had. Oh yeah, big ship. Oh. Uh, but these are like more square and just. Symmetrical, not as flashy. That sounds so, cool. On the Iron Hands uh, Edge Brass, you get just cans and cogs and stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but like the lines between them, just like where it was molded, uh, they're made like that. Uh, it has like square teeth on it, like okay. cog teeth, but it's, it's, it's a straight line. Okay. Uh, so I just cut those out and put it on the side of the ship. Ah. Oh. So it looks like. Reinforced armor. Cool. Yeah. So it's going to be sweet. nice. Like, so is that your main armor. ship? or? Yeah, it is. It's a big fucking metal ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was it... Uh, I, you also told me that uh, you got some more tanks. Yeah, I, I just got my order of Sycharan and three more Predators, so I can start running an armored breakthrough list holy shit do you have to take a sick run as hq or can you take a uh no you can take a regular predator okay uh or just any kind of predator but i thought that uh if i'm like if i can't take a sick run as an hq i might as well put, might as well put something good in the hq slot yeah I was so do you have yep, i was thinking sorry. of putting uh my my predator my plasma predator in hq but Sikaran fits it better. Okay. He gets the uh, ballistic five, ballistic skill five as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it should be a bit uh, like it's cool when it's a better tank that's like the leader also. So. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna model the like the like a tank commander sticking out with oh, a yeah. combi plasma in his hand. Oh. because uh, he can this... take combi combi weapons. I thought that like if I put it like like he's holding it. It's gonna, oh, yeah. like, it's gonna give him a lot more character. So he actually looks like he's the, the warlord. The commander himself is like, ah, oh, I'll just shoot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> some some dude running up with a melter bomb. Yeah. Ah, I'm gonna blow up your tank. I don't think so. Get the fuck off my tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get? Does it have gets hot? Even though it's on a tank. Yeah. So, it, but it removes hull points instead. Uh, I guess. Yeah, on the one. So it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, that's actually pretty dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> on a one. 
Whoa. Uh, oh, oh. But, uh, but then you'll have one sick run and two times three predator squadrons. Uh, yeah, or... First, I was thinking that uh, I'm going to have uh, the sick run and four independent regular predators huh? groups, and I have the support of two predators with plasma cannons or uh, heavy conversion beamers. Okay. Uh, but I'm thinking of getting two more predators actually, so I can run. <laughs> Uh, two squadrons of three in the troop choice. Okay, oh, but do, and they can't take all kinds of weapons if they're troops. Is that no? They can only take the auto cannons. Ah, and that's why you want to have something heavy as well. Yeah. Ah, but then you could take other tanks, right? Or uh, yeah, well, in, in heavy. Yeah. Yeah, you can take whatever in heavy. Okay, so you can have some raiders and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I'm playing this list, I think I'm. My goal is to not have land raiders in it. Oh, yeah. Just fast. Would be cool to have some other Sikoran variants, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of taking another Sikoran as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> but I want this to be like a, a pure tank force because the, the land raiders are more transport. So I think ah, that's true. Feels more like they would go, go along with the infantry. Yeah. Like I like laid out my. My my plan, not the organization plan. Last <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But could you? Oh, you could have a land raider Achilles. Yeah, they're, they're not really for transport, right? They have just bigger guns. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, cool. Probably think of some crazy list. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this takes us also into uh, an event that you're attending, right? Yeah. Uh, talk cool. about that. Going to Copenhagen soon. <gasps> Leaving the country. Yeah, to the, the Danes, going to hostile territory. Is this the first 30k event you're going to outside of Sweden that you're playing? Uh, yeah. yeah because you, you were in England, I, I, I remember. Yeah, then I was just observing. Uh, gathering data. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but now, yeah, this is the first uh, international thing I've been to. It's going to be really a lot of fun because Copenhagen is a nice city to visit anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. And to go there and play 30k is awesome. And then it's going to be Eric with his uh, real time. Yeah, this sounds really interesting. I'm really yeah. excited to go there. Yeah, really. Uh, the thing, yeah, it sounds very cool, the concept. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, but we'll, we'll like come back to the ultimate yeah. story driving thing. Definitely. And you, you'll be a bit able to review that uh, yeah. after, after the event. We should gather, talk more about Gather that. all the data. Yeah. <laughs> all the ideas. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Um, so uh, have you been doing anything hobby? Yeah, uh, because uh, my wife is away. She's in the Canary Islands with her mother, uh, getting tanned, and I uh, got left behind at home. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually really happy about it <laughs> because it's like I have a week now, a week of freedom. Don't tell her I said this. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a bit lonely. I, I try to have music on all the time, uh, but I, I thought now I'm gonna, I can just do hobby without anyone. But without be you know, there's no constraints. I can do whatever whatever I want. I'm gonna make some crazy shit. <laughs> I can candy. Uh, yeah. For dinner. I can stay up <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, well, so at least today, uh, I've, I've almost only done hobby uh, from the morning. I've uh, airbrushed my shields for the ultra means those fucking shields like oh oh you're doing this this year as well yeah so never any story never any story but now i got the color back on them uh the base colors and now i'm just gonna add like the details and put them on the guys which is nice and uh, i also uh did some custodians at the same time custodian guard because i i, I mean i had five from the prospero box I assembled them and I did, I wanted to do something different. So I took uh, like the, uh, the plumes, their, their hair knots, <laughs> uh, you know, I, and I colored them blue instead of red. All right. Uh, and also the cape and some of the, the plates and stuff. So that uh, for, yeah, to make a difference. So they're gold with uh, blue instead of red details. All right. Uh, and I think, yeah, because I want to have them as allies with ultramarines possibly in some games. And I think it's going to look sweet. It's kind of like an invert. In, yeah, you invert the, the, the color scheme of the ultramarines in a way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope it's going to go, look uh, good. I, um, I did one. One of them I also painted gold today just to try it out a bit. I think it looked okay. It didn't look as good as Matthew Kane, but I'm like, <laughs> uh, I, I painted the, the gold by, uh, by brush and not by airbrush. So I think that's, uh, I, I'll blame that a bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the experience <laughs> that I lack, uh, <laughs> and then I'm I'm washing. Uh, I, I've been washing models, uh, resin, yeah, and then assembling six jet bikes. Uh, oh yeah! And when yeah. I did that, I noticed because I ordered them three at the time uh, with some months in between, and I noticed that they have changed the the cost slightly of the jet bikes. Actually, uh-huh. it's mainly. I think it was only two parts. Like. like it's the dildo bikes, you know, so the, the front, this heavy piece that comes mm-hmm. in, in one. Um, they have now separated that into two, two pieces. Hmm. Uh, it's at the back where you have uh, like the little speed, uh, what do you call it, gauge? Is it gauge meter? The one that shows you how fast you're going, yeah. basically. And then, and then it's like a bit of a shield on the side to cover the hands so, so the legionaries don't get cold. <laughs> when they travel fast that that piece is now separate from the rest of the front um which was nice because it was easier to assemble in a way i mean um that entire piece before had some you had to cut away some pieces I, uh, more or less but then when you put it together now it doesn't it gets like a little it doesn't fit seamlessly so now you have a little gap along this very smooth front which I don't like. So I'll have to do something with green stuff there. Yeah. But that's that. So I'm building a, a command squad for the ultra means now, and I'm going for power fists. All right. Yeah. Well, so all of them have power fists? Uh, I, four of them. And all then right. I, the banner guy is, is going to have a power axe, I think. Nice. Uh, and the reason for that is that uh, when, <laughs> when they're driving, if you give them a power fist, they can only hold on with one hand. <laughs> Uh, because the power fist just looks stupid. I mean, you can't really have a power fist trying to grab. I, I don't know. Don't ask me how they're driving. They're just very skilled. Uh, but um, then the banner that I'm using from the uh, Mark III command squad, that one is on the, well, well, basically on one hand. And then if I had a power fist on the other hand, that guy couldn't really hold on to it. <laughs> 
so that's why I'm going to give him a power axe. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to I think it's going to be a very very nasty unit actually. Um, because all of them with power fists. I mean, they're going to it's a bit strange because they're going to be very fast moving and then when they get into combat they're going to strike last, but <laughs> Then they can. I mean, the Praetor is gonna have a power sword, I guess. So, or a Paragon blade. I mean, so he'll yeah. he'll kill guys. Yeah, it's gonna be a cool unit. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's what I've been working on. Hobby is on a on an all time high. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, we should also talk a bit about mail, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. <laughs> did you did you did you check the the or the real mail though or? Uh, I'm gonna do that right now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we we had a bit of a <laughs> a, a mail come to us on uh, Messenger, uh, or well via Facebook. So the the uh, Don't Lose Your Head podcast uh, on Facebook. You can give us. Uh, I don't know. You don't have to give us a like, but if you want, you can follow <laughs> us there. <laughs> don't uh, like us. Uh, yeah. So, so this guy wrote us. Yeah. Um, what, what's his name? Like, what, what's or, uh, Toppy Hemistone. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he wrote... <laughs> Long-time uh, listener. <laughs> First time uh, writer in her. <laughs> how do you help a friend out if their bae is really sick and might die? <laughs> and both of us were like, uh, what? <laughs> I, I was really... Uh, I didn't dare to answer it. I was like, uh, holy shit, this is a really deep question. I'm like... Nicholas, is is this guy really a follower? I mean, does he listen to us? And you were like, "Oh, that's spam," and you and just answered with like this emoji cat typing on a computer. And we're like, "What if he's a listener? What if he? What if he's really upset?" Because yeah, I got this uh, message from Facebook saying like, uh, "You have to respond to to maintain your like reply speed because else it's gonna say like if people are gonna write to us and then it says like uh, usually answers within." Whatever, and if we don't answer, oh, yeah. like usually answers within a week, and then people go, "What the fuck? They're not active." Yeah, we're so, really quick at answering. We promise, but you might just get a get a gif or an emoji or something. <laughs> uh, I well, I actually did some detective work, and I checked out his Facebook, and uh, he had a lot of uh, wise religious um, like uh, uh, quotes, and it looks like he. I would say he's living somewhere in in uh, in Africa, because one of the pictures seems to be from in, within his house. It, the house looks like Africa. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna explain more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, oh yeah, Africa yeah, is yeah, a I big place. This. <laughs> well, I hope he's not a real listener. Okay. There's also, you know, another. I, I just assume. Well, he seems like a pretty religious guy. Uh, and then I know for a fact that there's another podcast called Don't Lose Your Head that is a religious podcast. Uh, maybe he got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just spam. I don't know. It's probably your theory. It sounds possible. Because, yeah, I don't remember when we searched it. What, what the fuck? Is this some, some gospel podcast or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Listen to that one as well. It's very nice. Uh, we're doing a combined thing combined uh, <laughs> gospel and heresy event coming up uh so yeah i hope uh, i hope it's not a listener if it is uh well we can answer it on air what would you do if your best friend's bay is sick 
I would definitely, I would go and buy him uh, some resin. Find out which legion he's into. If he's not into heresy, just give him, buy him like a Prospero box uh, or maybe Necromunda if he's completely new to the hobby, uh, you know, because that'll cheer him up. And uh, before yeah. he dies. No, before the, the bay dies. Yeah. Was the girlfriend that was sick, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and I mean, if he dies, at least he'll have more time to do hobby. Oh God, we're, uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna go to hell when we die. Uh. Well, if the the other Don't Lose Your Head podcast listen to us right now, they'd be like, "Oh my lord, they are they are from Satan." <laughs> The, I, well, I, I'm telling you, we'll, we have a bit of a religious theme this episode, so hang, about, hang around and I'll tell you about the word bearers later. Uh, and if you're into gospel, you'll definitely like, this is a legion for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please don't be afraid of uh, writing uh, uh, letters to us or uh, yeah, get in contact. I think Facebook is easier because I, I, even I can't spell our Gmail <laughs> uh, no, it's just easier to search for us and just write us here. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do it on Facebook. Uh, oh, yeah, speaking of messages uh, and things. Did you get something? <gasps> yeah, before, the, the guy with Spaceful things. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that guy. Tell us. So this guy wrote us, like, hey, guys, I get some uh, Spaceful bits laying around, like shoulder pads and torsos and foreshoulders. Thought I'd send that to you and uh, you could give it to some Spaceful player or something. It's really nice. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that would be awesome. So we'll make up a contest when we get those things, and yeah. we'll uh, send it out to whoever wins that said contest, whatever it will be. Definitely. Can you, do you, uh, can you find his name there right uh, now? Nicholas Lopez. Nicholas Lopez, you're a fucking hero, man. You're a yeah, hero. Hero of the community. Um... Unless, what if the bits are like Thunderwolf Cavalry? <laughs> like the Cavalry. <laughs> God damn it, Lopez! <laughs> he sent send us the, the jeans part of the, the wolf. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We need to make up our own Mournival equivalent thing. Lopez is definitely in it. We'll have like our uh, uh, command squad or something. Like dr- Dream Team squad. He's now oh, on it. Our pre- bits. Yeah, <laughs> send us free stuff. Uh, we, pro- we, we promise we won't hoard it for ourselves. We'll uh, we'll send it. F- we'll pay it forward. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the love. I'm surprised there, there there aren't that many space wolves out there. No, there really there really aren't. I mean, uh, custodes and uh, uh, thousand suns really got a, you know, yeah, they exploded after the last book, but yeah. uh, space wolves not so much. They're really cool as well. Yeah, I really like them. And, uh, well, we can talk about that. There were some VIPs of the Space Wolf upgrade kit, right? Yeah. From the, the Warhammer day. Yeah. I, I, was very, I was happily surprised. The round shields uh, are really sweet. And the axes. Damn, yeah. those axes. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I would love to play Space Wolf, but I just think that it would be... Easy. Too stereotypical somehow to play. <laughs> because you're from the north. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, all right, this is weird. You just uh, have to. Yeah, this is make ANR, them. ANR, as, as <laughs> just don't weird. make them as uh, Viking-ish as they can be. Make them Celtic or something. Uh, 
I don't know. They'd be cool. They'd be really cool to work war as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you should name them after Hemtiden uh, Yidgård. <laughs> which was a very, like, uh, well, people out there might know Vikings from HBO Nordic, or HBO, I mean. Uh, well, th- that was based on this Swedish series, which was called Home to Mid- Middle Earth, or Midgard. Mid- is it Midgard? Midland is their translation, right? Midgård. Is it Middle Earth? Ch- check it out. Well, I guess I don't know. Don't, or don't the, check the it out. human human place in the yeah. Norse mythology. Human realm. <laughs> um, Comedy uh, series. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, as we're talking about that open day, there were shit ton of new custody uh, custodians things coming up. Yeah, yeah plastic custodians. Yeah, but then at first I thought, oh, they're just replacing. But no, there there weren't. There were new jet bikes, right? Yeah. Uh, which had some other weapons. So I'm not sure if you could just take them and proxy them for 30k. Or maybe they'll be released with rules for 30k. Who knows? They, I, I think they look looked good. Yeah. But it's weird, though. Like, why, why have two sets of jet bikes? Yeah. Maybe for that they want to develop them more in 40k. Because they were mainly a 40k force now, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I guess. 40k players might not want to buy resin. <laughs> Um, but uh, then there were also, were they, I thought they were Terminators, but then someone said that no, they're just very bulky elite or veteran squads or something. Or They really looked like Terminators. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and, and some special characters and stuff. So uh, I, I think it's cool. I, ho- I hope that they get rules for both 40k and 30k because I mean, why not have even more diversity for the 30 play, 30k players? Yeah. Um, Hopefully even though I mean, won't be crazy as shit. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I also checked out the Forge World website, but there's nothing, nothing new there really, except the the rule book is out. But uh, yeah, have you ordered the rule book? Uh, no, I have not. Have you? I'm gonna do this today. After we're oh, done recording. sweet! I I did the. I, I have seen it though. I've held it. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. And Did Leon get it? Yeah, he got it. So we checked it out at work. And it's really, I mean, the quality was awesome. I, first, before I was like, ah, well, I mean, I have the original seventh rule book. I guess they made some changes, but mm, I don't really know if I want to spend money on that. But then, uh, I mean, it, it was really good. Um, it was, I, I felt it was better structured. I mean, also because there's so much things in, in seventh I mean in the rules that you don't need now that are only apply for 40k yeah. uh, so I mean they could have they had a very nice uh, you could check all the weapons and it's not like you know in, in the new books it's like um, oh yeah you can find the Chernobyl saber under melee weapons I mean in, in the rule books I have the age of darkness the red books uh, uh, but then it's like oh well what about that uh, uh, power acts. What does that do again? Is it plus one or two t- strength? And they just ah oh, check out the rule book. It it doesn't add basic weapons. You can't find stats for a bolter mainly. Or but now in the the new rule book, they have all weapons together. All thirty k weapons are together. Nice. At least maybe not the mechanical ones. <laughs> but hey, what can you expect? Uh, and and then I mean they had the same. You know, oh this is how you move. This is how you shoot. 
very basic stuff, but uh, it was all with uh, 30K models, which was awesome. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I heard really nice pictures as well. Yeah, I think most of them are reused from other black books, but I mean, yeah, they're, they're nice. Some uh, of them are were the, in color. Are the tourists there still? I don't know. I didn't look for them. But maybe that's like a find, finding Waldo thing. Uh, where's Waldo? Where's the, <laughs> the tourist? Oh, that's, yeah, something nice. Um, so that's all about new stuff. Do uh, you want to talk about the little get-together we had? Uh, yeah. So uh, I actually intended this event to be last year, like during December. Yeah. <clears throat> but we postponed it till January. So people were going away. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was at my club, and then I found out that we actually have sauna in there. Yeah. And also that you can have events where you can drink beer. Uh. Uh, so I was like, oh, this would be awesome to combine with heresy. Yeah. And I thought, like, oh, but we can't really have that many people because we don't really have tables. There's not a lot of room, actually. Uh, and I don't know how it would work out with having a bunch of dudes drinking beer <laughs> in the sauna. So I'll try and keep this small the first time. And then maybe I'll, if it works out fine, we can do this like a real event. Yeah. Uh, so I invited uh, the podcast guys of Sweden uh, and also Eric and Nicholas and Matthias, the Boros mm -hmm. guys mm -hmm. that do the BSK and Gotham event because they're it's right next to me. Yeah. yeah, next to me in Kvavda, so. It would be nice if they came as well. So uh, we got the guys from uh, Stockholm, Frederick and Magnus. Magnus helps out with Frederick with like all his events. Yeah, he's like there. And Linus from the Northern Heresy was down in Stockholm. So he came along as well because like, when you're in the south of Sweden, why not? Yeah. Compared <laughs> to where he's from. <laughs> uh, and then you came and... And Nikos and Eric came. I think that's that's all, right? Yeah. Ho hopefully, I'm not forgetting anyone. I don't want to forget anyone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was nice. Uh, so it was just not really an event. It was just like, hey guys, just come over and we'll play and just relax and yeah. go to the sauna. Yeah. You we, want, we don't want people to feel that they're not included. Was, think of this as like a, uh, you know, uh, event organizers getting together to try to, you know, how, how do we make better events? How, what works? What doesn't work? What, uh, what are you guys planning? Uh, let's try out some missions. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's for you guys. We're going to make your events even better this year. <laughs> yeah. It's more like, a, like an extended just play, play day. Yeah. Definitely. And also, believe me, you would not want to try to cram into that sauna. It, the sauna was full. There was enough people in the sauna. We still had to sit in between uh, the legs of people. Let's just say we, we know each other much better now. Uh, let's just say it was hot in there. It was. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it was really cramped. Yeah, it was. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I, had a, I had a nice time. I, I helped. Um, Nicholas wanted to try out a, a doubles uh, Somortalis mission he was going to run at Gothcon. Uh, so we did that. He had his sweet 40K, uh, Forge World uh, Somortalis table. 
almost completely painted up. Uh, I think he had some doors that were not finished, but otherwise it was really, I mean, or everything at least was base coded. It looks awesome. Yeah. yeah uh, so me and Linus played a, a game against uh, Freddy and Eric, uh, just two versus two. And I'm not going to give away too much about the game, but uh, uh, well, well, more than that, we lost. I can say that. <laughs> uh, and that we also, this, uh, we, the idea was to use uh, counters. So you don't place your squads, but you secretly note down that number counter number one is my Terminator squad. And then you just move the counters uh, on, the, on the board until they get into visual contact, and then you, you change, uh, switch them out and stuff. Uh, yeah. And I think that worked really good. Uh, yeah. It makes it a, a lot... Yeah. We also had a few counters that were empty, like decoys, and no, neither side... Well, they didn't know which of our counters that were actually just empty. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. Yeah, so it was a lot of these fun. Oh, now I'm coming around with my squad and there's nothing here. Oh, <laughs> goddammit. Or, or it's like, yeah, I'm coming at you with my Terminators. and then, Oh, fuck, that's a Contemptor. I have nothing that can kill it. Run away. Run yeah, away. I had a situation where uh, like I had a counter behind a door and then Nicholas yeah. had a, another counter behind that door as well. Oh. And I was like, ha, I'm just going to keep this fake counter here yeah. uh, so he won't come around. Uh, and then he didn't come around. Then it turned out that this counter was also fake. So we were just like standing there guarding <laughs> each other with fake counters. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah, because you guys played it later. Yeah, I played but... it uh, two times actually. Oh, nice. So, well, and then it was who did you join up? You joined with Magnus. Yeah, first me and uh, Eric, and then me and Magnus, I think. Or okay. the other way around. Can't remember. Ah. These black marines. Nice. Yeah, I remember that he had a lot of uh, fire rake. Oh, maybe he played alone against you two first. Was it Jim Salamanders? I can't remember. It was me and Magnus and me and Eric, but he played alone against us once, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he played with, uh, with John. 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 Uh, a guy at my club who's 30, 30 curious. Oh, yeah. He was there a while. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I don't know what to play. I really like the 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 novels and I uh, like to get in the game. I just don't know what to play. And more of a hobby guy. And then uh, Freddy was on him like, oh, yeah, you need to get this. You need to get that. And you should do this and that. Uh, so, yeah, now he started. <laughs> he started <laughs> uh, painting Thousand Suns. He's sending me messages like, yeah. Oh, and this, and uh, he's ordering the, the rule book with me tonight, Sweet. actually. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. That's how you do it. Recruitment. Yes. You get events so people see that uh, there's people playing and see like what kind of awesome people are playing. Yeah. Uh, there's some other guys from my club there as well uh, in the room next door who are playing mm -hmm. some games. And like, oh, these guys that you have over here are awesome. Nice. We did, we did good. We did good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you can stand there and say, like, yeah, this game is awesome. But it doesn't really matter how good the rules are. Per se. I mean, the rules for this game aren't amazing. It's like oh, mostly yeah. the, the players to play it that make the game. Yeah, definitely. And um, you're able to show that to people. Yeah. It was, it was also nice. Yeah, it was also nice. I, I got to play uh, a Battlefield Gothic game. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, Freddy was like, oh, yeah, let's play. I, I just got on the, the cruisers from you. They are cruisers, right? Yeah. Um, so I have four of them. 
uh, and uh, Freddie was like, "Oh yeah, let's play." And I, I was like, "Oh well, maybe you play a game and I'll just watch again, like I've done before. Maybe I'll learn the rules." And he's like, "Oh, you're not going to learn anything that way. Let's play." <laughs> Uh, and I'm happy that he did that because I actually learned a lot more <laughs> actually playing the game, uh, even though I'm still confused about stuff. Um, so it was cool. He had his Empress Children ships, and I had my, I, they're going to be Ultramarines, I think. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, we had a little clash, and I didn't really do well. <laughs> uh, he destroyed my fleet. But uh, I mean, it's, it's like. A whole other game is oh i don't know what to think uh should i go around him try to flank try to do broadside i i have no yeah, idea it's really cool because you really have to plan several moves ahead because your your yeah. fleet is always moving and you can't yeah. turn however you want i i thought I, I started up like shooting a lot of torpedoes because i thought okay they'll move my in my turn and his turn uh, but i didn't realize that they're actually pretty easy to avoid um, but then again, I, I had a plan like I'll send torpedoes there and there, and that'll force him to travel where I want him to because I, you're basically blocking paths for torpedoes. Mm -hmm. It's just that I think I shot them at some of his smaller frigates or something, and they are super fast. They just wah, <laughs> avoid it like nothing. Uh, so I, I mean, I learned that the hard way. And uh, and then he, when he used torpedoes, he usually he fired them at short range, so they actually hit the same turn, which is really good. I mean. <laughs> I guess uh, that's more useful. Uh, but it, it was cool. Uh, I, I wonder what to get. I mean, did they have... So I have cruisers. What's the bigger... What's bigger than a cruiser? Is it like a battle barge? What's the biggest? Uh, battle cruiser, I think. Uh, okay. You have the imperial, imperial ships. Yeah. Are so, there any battle cruisers for them? Yes. Uh, in, pl in plastic? Uh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I have one of those, and Magnus have one as well. Okay. You have the like, it's like a big ass hangar carrier, or oh, cool. or you can have the same ship but with just guns. Yeah, I like that. All my four cruisers were slightly different. It was yeah. really cool. It's like, oh, this is a tyrant class. Oh wow, what does that do? Oh, nice. So I think they they got personality straight away. <laughs> like, oh, that's my carrier ship. Whoa. Did you do anything with your Nova cannon? Yeah, I, I fired and and did some damage with it. So, cool. but it didn't do as much damage. I I I can't see yet that it's like a cheesy weapon, <laughs> but uh, it was nice to have it. So now I'm thinking like mm, maybe I should just. I, I like the concept. I mean, I, I guess most fleets have like one main ship, like the huge one, and then a couple of smaller ones, and then a couple of frigates, even more. You know, like this pyramid structure. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought the idea is cool. Like, oh, what about? Equal, uh, you know, like more of the same size, like more medium-sized ships. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely but, works. Like, but the uh, the cruisers you have can yeah. be like whatever kind. You can have hangar cruisers and just shooting cruisers yeah. and torpedoes and lances. Yeah, I think they were really good. Uh, but I think I might want to get some frigates though. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to really check cool. out eBay yeah. or something. Uh, you can also put cruisers in. Uh, in squadrons, so they can help oh. each other out. Oh yeah, Freddie Freddie did, did that. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of having having those as well. I was thinking about if if there is a possibility to convert some myself from some other bits, but I'm not sure how yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I mean they're not very big. 
Oh, the the cruisers or yeah. the or the frigates. The frigates. Yeah. Yeah, but you can find them those pretty cheap on on the internet. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look at some. Cobra boats are really cool. They're like small torpedo boats, and they move really fast. Oh, what what were they called? Cobra class. Okay. I have one of those. So you have yeah? Cobra class and sword class. Sword class. The Dauntless. Uh, yeah, that's a light cruiser. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, so it's like a middle thing between cruiser and frigate. Yeah. I I was looking because uh, because my jet bikes, you know, you get all those extra weapon options. Yeah. So I have I have tons of extra volkite or plasma uh, guns. <laughs> Which would look pretty good as like the back of of a frigate, I think. Yeah, I, mean. I think I think they're about the right size. But then I need something on the front, and then how do you make them gothic? You want like the cathedral feeling kind of? Well, I guess I, maybe not on the frigates, but I actually got plenty of perfectly gothic bits when I bought this box. So ah. we'll meet up in uh, in Boros, and I'll give you some. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can uh, think about it. Well, would you be offended if I did that? Would you be like, oh. If you make them look good, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, the, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like a, the back is a plasma cannon and the front is like a bolter. <laughs> and then with the Space Marine head helmet on. <laughs> it's the pilot. Yeah, but it, it opened my eyes. Now I'm... Uh, or open to Battlefield Gothic. It, it was a fun game. Yeah, it's pretty fast to play as well. Hmm. But, 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 do you have... How did we get into this? Oh, yeah, that, that was the event day. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add about that? We, we won't tell any of the stories that were told in the sauna <laughs> while intoxicated. Uh, that stays there. Sauna stories. Yep, yep. Um, it was really fun. It, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I haven't been in the sauna for a long time. It was nice. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah, I'll probably do another event there. Yeah, yeah. And if there's a lot of people, then we'll have to have a, like a schedule. Like a, yeah, I was thinking that. For actually. the sauna, people can go in and out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess people did anyway. When they got too hot, they got, went out. And, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. So what do you say? Should we take a short musical break and then come back with the word bearers? Sounds good. Yeah. And I have a very nice, uh, this religious theme is going to sort of go on. So while you're all uh, very innocent yet, uh, I'm going to play this song and then we'll see what happens after you've heard about the 17th Legion. Stay, uh, stay around. <laughs>
And we're back. Okay, okay. Are you ready to hear about the bearers of the word? The 17th Legion. You're ready. ready. Receive the word. You think you are ready, but you will be proven wrong. No, no. I think this is this was really fun to go uh, do some homework about a legion. I've mainly uh, gone through the um, the second black book massacre as my. Uh, that's when they're introduced. Yeah. Uh, so that's my main um, source for this. Uh, and I've always been a bit interested in the word bearers, uh, and I think that helps because then it makes it. Fun. Uh, although the fluff is so nice that whichever legion you delve into, I think you get uh, like hooked, <laughs> more or less. But I think we should. Uh, we have we done like a legion? Well, we've done it for Empress Children and Iron Hands before. Yeah. But uh, I could think of doing this again. We could. Uh, it was it was a fun thing. Uh, and you hear, I've actually written. I've done my homework. <laughs> uh, so I thought I'd go through uh, some history first. And then we'll just go over and go through the army list. What do you say to that? All right. Yeah, yeah. So the word bearers are the 17th legion. And uh, well, yeah, first of all, the reason I thought I wanted to take this legion is, oh, well, a lot of people give it give them shit, right? It's like the turd bearers, and oh, Lorger is so weak, and blah, 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 blah. boring. Uh, and I, I don't see that many people playing them either. Um, would you say? I mean, um, yeah, I know, like one person. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. My my personal opinion of the war bearers is that they're they're so needy. They always want some someone to lead them. Like, Oh, we need to find the truth. Oh. <laughs> Come on, he's fucking wage war like you're made for. Well, yeah, but they are. They are, though. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, I, and I thought, well, to prove you guys wrong, I mean, what makes the most dangerous of warriors? Is it that you train him to go on a jet bike really fast? No. <laughs> Is it that you replace some of his organs with, I don't know, metal pieces? No. I mean, all Astartes are armed and trained in all kinds of warfare, you know, heavy metal, uh, next level warfare. Uh, but the most dangerous warrior is the one that has conviction. Conviction. You need a faith. You need to be, if he's utterly devoted to his cause, he will stop at nothing. He will care for no wound. He will do the most atrocious, uh, well, the most badass things, <laughs> the most terrible things, because he'll follow what he believes is true. And that makes the most dangerous warrior of all. Uh, the word bearers were actually first known as the Imperial Heralds, and they were later referred to as the Iconoclasts because of their, the way they, they worked. Um, they're main strategies are mass assault, uh, policing actions, and suppression of ide ideological um, really? revolt. Revolt. What the fuck? I, I can't even read my own notes. <laughs> I, I wrote this pretty, pretty quickly. Anyway, 
So during the Great Crusade to conquer the entire galaxy and unite mankind, uh, the greatest war, of course, uh, the greatest fight was to win the minds of the conquered. You can't just, you know, take over a world and just leave it there. They're just going to rebel against you. You got to make them part of the whole. And you want them to preserve the ideals of the Imperium, right? And for this reason, specifically, the, the 17th Legion was actually, they were created. Um, and uh, I think that is kind of interesting that they, they had that purpose from start. Because not all legions, I think, had... Well, maybe all legions had some kind of purpose in mind, but, but anyway. But were they spreading uh, the, the belief in the Imperium as religion before the Final Order, or...? No, no, they were not. They were actually recruited from sons of exterminated foes. And this was kind of a, uh, like to repent for their father's sins, mm. in a way. Like, so these uh, legionaries felt like a heavy burden, like, we're not going to do the same mistake. Uh, and uh, therefore, they, they, they saw no joy in battle, where other legions were like, yeah, you know, laugh while you kill, <laughs> or let's, we conquered this world, this calls for a feast. They didn't do that. They were just, this is our duty. We're going to root out all fake beliefs. We're going to, uh, you know, news. all the fake news. We're just going to tell you the imperial truth, uh, which, I mean, that, that's all they, they, that was their duty. Uh, duty, duty. <laughs> um, and also, I, I found this really interesting that most legions got their names later. And I guess they, you know, oh, well, you, you're kind of like angels of blood. Uh, let's call you blood angels. Or like the primary. For mo in most cases, you know, they were named later. Uh, but the 17th were named the Imperial Heralds from the start by the Emperor. It was because, I mean, that was their purpose to root out uh, all fake religions. Uh, I think that's really cool. And that make, makes me think about, you know, that talk that's about the, the three special legions that were created where the, uh, uh, the Space Wolves were the executioners, right? Yeah. Then the Alpha Legion are the secret police. And then supposedly the Salamanders are the third, and we yeah. don't know why. I have I, I have not heard any really convincing reason why they would be a special one. I think uh, they're, they're the most human. They care about humanity the most. Yeah, that's a very good trait, but... Do you think the emperor wanted, was he like, yeah, that's important to have one of those. Nah, he just wants to conquer the galaxy. <laughs> I, think, I think these should take the place as the third special one. <laughs> um, and uh, another cool thing that the imperial heralds used to do when they came to New World and tried to um, conquer it is that they send a lone warrior clad in black armor with a skull helmet and an eagle-winged mace. Hmm, sounds familiar. Uh, this lone warrior would come down and meet with the leaders. He would, uh, you know, uh, speak the truth, what they were there for. Like, you, you should, you can't go on following these false gods. You have to, either, you have to join us or you die. Uh, and many of these uh, black-clad warriors were killed because they, as it said, after killing hundreds of their foes, they were uh, uh, brought down by human hands of the ones that they tried to uh, you know, uh, conquer. Uh, because, I mean, in a lot of cases, it's like, no, fuck, we're, we love this uh, tits and wine god. We're not going <laughs> to give that up for your boring <laughs> Imperium. So these, uh, yeah, these black warriors would have to give their life. Uh, although, if they were killed, then uh, the gray warriors would follow and attack and destroy 
those un well yeah the the fucking the heathens, uh, the heathens that's the word uh, and they would be very uh, you know they would burn all the texts they were very thorough they burned the, all the texts that were not uh, that they found to be dangerous destroyed idols and statues and also burned uh, the believers at great pyres uh, and they only left when the job was done when they, they have completely rooted out that fake belief um, which I think is pretty pretty fucking heavy metal pretty grim uh, just culling an entire population if necessary. It's like, well, everyone believes in this. We have to kill them all. We have to burn them. And they took no joy. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, on Colchis, <laughs> which is the, the planet where Lorgar uh, landed. Uh, this is a planet that had very old beliefs. Uh, they had, uh, like, worship of a higher po power was basically a part of the people. It was just well everyone had that ideology it had been a technological world before old night but after that chaos it was now ruled like a feudal system with kings um it also said like well the people there were kind of they had a pretty uh they took life pretty easy because of their faith they were like well yeah uh, plagues come and go people die from that Catastroph uh, catastrophes happen uh, kings come and die and wars rage that doesn't matter the, our belief will remain like that is like that's the constant um, and uh, there was a, another ruling class uh, or well all the faith was ruled by a priesthood called the covenant uh, and Lorgar when baby baby hyperman <laughs> landed <laughs> he was brought up by the covenant and um they trained him and uh, yeah, well, uh, but he, he felt that their teachings were wrong because uh, he had um, growing up, he had these reoccurring dreams of the one true God or well, seeing a figure that he interpreted as being the, the one true God. Uh, and so he, uh, he got mad and he, uh, he killed the covenant. <laughs> he, he started his own crusade for this uh, one true God that he had seen and, and destroyed the covenant claimed uh, cultures so that when the emperor came and he actually when the emperor landed he had magnus the red with him uh Lorger was immediately like convinced this is the man i've been dreaming of this is the true god and he just knelt and like oh, i'll follow you wherever father uh uh so yeah he from the onset he thought that the emperor was a god um and uh, <laughs> even though the emperor was like no 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 you have to teach teach this there are no gods this is the imperial truth yeah yeah whatever you're still my god you can still be my god uh and well of course then he's like oh you're this is a legion that that's uh that destroys belief that's their whole purpose you're now in charge here you go uh <laughs> and that didn't stop him from believing that the emperor was a god but he of course couldn't he had to start slowly to uh, change the legion from the inside uh and what he did was that uh the um these well they were previously referred to as heralds these black armored warriors he renamed them to his chaplains which is something that then spread to other legions mm -hmm. um and uh, they got like their um instead of just having this uh well their their work was uh, increased to also include uh ensuring that the morale was high among 
the battle brothers and so they could also you know uh make they, they could steer the ideology of the legion by having these uh speak like, like speaking to their comrades and stuff like that um so um and they also he also introduced more rituals into the legion slowly uh for example when they had conquered a world they would have these like uh, they would pour the ash of the burnt world onto the kneeling legionaries to represent that they had taken over it. And I, I just like how he, he slowly converts the legion and makes it more okay. I would have some rituals. It's not re- religious, right? We could just do that. This for fun. Wouldn't it be a fun thing if we, like, I don't know, had, like, drank some wine and called it blood? I don't know. Let's just do it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, the no, shouting said they're this is not a, a holy rune or something. Just this random pattern I'm drawing with this. Yeah. Blood I, and I ash. Just, yeah. Let's just have change our mess halls into these like uh, <laughs> churches. <laughs> um, and the chaplains, I think, were a key part because they had their own fraternity with, where they would meet, and through them, he could like, well, now you're going to do the tell people to do this or change the legion into this. So the faith was slowly introduced. This was also helped by the fact that, you know, they're fighting a crusade, tons of legionaries die, and as they have new recruits from cultures and other planets, they dilute the original heralds that were mainly from Earth. Um, And that also helps, of course. Then, um, after after they've been fighting for a while, Lager renames them into the word bearers, and he makes it like... It makes it really clear that that is because we truly bring the imperial truth to humanity. Uh, although his version of the imperial truth is, of course, that there is one God and that God is the emperor. Uh, and they would teach that when they conquered worlds, when they had compliant worlds, they would say that, well, this is the imperial truth. The emperor is God, basically. And they would raise, start to raise monuments for the emperor, you know, temples and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, this was something that started to get out to the rest of the crusade that came as ruins uh, ru- rumors like the, the, the word bears they're kind of doing some strange stuff there seems that they like the emperor a bit too much uh but uh, the emperor of course loved lorgar so he didn't want to believe it he was like ah that's just rumors of the high lords of terror didn't really think about it um but then it also kind of started to show that well i don't know like these like the, the iron hands here they, they've conquered 12 planets this last month. I don't know what time. Uh, but the word bearers have only conquered two. Why is that? Why, why does it take so much more time for the word bearers? And that's, of course, because they took a lot of time at either destroying all the previous religion and then re, uh, you know, converting people to believe that the emperor is God. I mean, they had this very long process of uh, taking over their worlds. They wouldn't leave until the world was full of nice temples and stuff for devotion for the emperor uh <laughs> and that started showing so the high lords of terrace and uh, started sending emissaries to check what the fuck are they doing they found out oh shit this is not good they actually believe the emperor is a god the emperor doesn't like this for some reason well they well so it's like oh well we have to censor censor them uh <laughs> the they also said that possibly the emperor warned lorgar about this first Although that's not confirmed. We don't know that. So um, when Lorga didn't listen, the emperor took Gilliman with him for some reason. It's like, well, who of all my sons is like a good role model for Lorgar? <laughs> Gilliman, he, he's done nothing wrong. He, he's conquered world and, worlds and has a nice 
thing going. Let's bring him along. <laughs> and they went to the planet of Kerr. And uh, outside the wonderful city of Monarchia, which was one of the nicest things the word bearers had uh, built, they were forced to kneel. The Ultramans were there just watching, and uh, Lorgar had to be on his knees. The Emperor basically ordered the Ultramans to destroy the city while the word bearers had to watch it. It was very sad for all who were there. Uh, I, I, also, yeah, I wrote in my, uh, my notes there, Aya Baya. <laughs> Which is basically what the emperor told Gilliman was, uh, no, told uh, Lorgar was like, aya baya. Na, na, uh, uh. Na, yeah, that's the Swedish version of na, uh, uh. you can't do this. Aya baya, Lorgar. Don't go, I'm not a god, I told you this. And this, of course, is what started all the shit and the rebirth of the Legion. I'm turning the page. For effect. <clears throat> this. <laughs> this, of course, left the Legion in complete disarray. They were without, I mean, what's their goal now? We have nothing, our faith, you know, what are we going to do now? This was our conviction, what we, what we believed in, what, we, what drove us to do this crusade. Uh, and Lorger was very, he, he just secluded himself, uh, was very sad, uh, and started searching for a new meeting. And, of course, he found new gods, true gods. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's not really sure I, it's pretty obvious that, that Corferon, his surrogate father from Colchis and of course first chaplain Erebus helped in this um, yeah weren't they the gods that they were worshipping like the, the, the was they called the order or the the covenant yeah the, the covenant didn't they worship chaos gods it's possible it, I think it's hinted at least that they could have been chaos gods because uh, Corferon and Erebus both had kept their old faith from cultures secret, secretly. They were like, oh, well, I still believe in these gods. Lorgar, <laughs> maybe we should follow them instead. Let's go on a pilgrimage. And yay. And find the god of tits and wine. Oh yeah, we have to find it. Going to Las uh, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> they went there for, for quite some time. Uh, <laughs> And, and then they also say, it's not quite sure what happened. I think in, in the Horus Heresy novels, he travels to the Eye of Terror or something. Yeah. And he, Lorgar, goes, and he's, I think he actually goes and is away for a long time. So I think, just like uh, Horus does later, he goes in to, some, to the warp and then comes back and, oh, I've been here for <laughs> a decade and now I know the truth. I've seen uh, some shit. i see some shit. Uh, I know what we have to do. And they came back at it. But um, so at this point, he, they had already found new gods. They were, of course, they had their a new agenda, but they couldn't just get the entire legion to, you know, oh, let's go to chaos. I mean, if one legion would turn against the emperor, they would be destroyed. They needed some more allies. And they started their uh, secret mission to convert the other, their, their brother legions to go against the emperor and follow the true gods. It's, ah, oh, the chaos gods. Um, basically, when they, to kind of make up for how bad they had been before, they started conquering worlds at an incredible speed. They were suddenly, uh, they conquered more worlds than any of the other legion during this, this time. So, uh, of course, the emperor and everyone's looking like, oh, well, looks like my good talk with my boy had worked out. He's <laughs> on the right track now. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, wrong wrong <laughs> that dick that was a really dick move by the emperor i have no idea how 
But I guess that just shows that the emperor is not really a people's person. He doesn't understand <laughs> how to convince. He's like, oh, well, he's doing this wrong. I'll just show him that he's um, doing this wrong. He's publicly humil- humiliating <laughs> yeah, his that, brother. That will teach him. <laughs> uh, and basically, they start. They it took forty years. They secretly hid this uh, that they had changed their allegiance and kept the facade of keeping up with the crusade, which is, I think is really cool. Because I mean, how how long is the Horus Heresy? How long does it take from Istvan until they attack the? Attack Terra? Is it 10 years? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, imagine that. They've been heretics for 40 years before that. They are the true fucking heretics. These yeah. wannabe, uh, when suddenly when it's cool, then, you know, oh, Sons of Horus and WordPress, they just jump on the bandwagon. Mm. They, have, they are nothing. They're nothing compared to the word bearers. <laughs> they are the arch traitors. I think that's cool. Uh, and also that they, they, during these 40 years, of course, they, they started, they, they still conquered worlds and they didn't turn them to, to devote the emperor because of course they shouldn't do that. But secretly they seeded, uh, uh, you know, ideas of these chaos gods on the planets that they took. So, you know, they, they took, took them over and outwards, it seems like, oh, we taught them the imperial truth. Maybe they plant, implanted some priests that started yeah, with different cults. Because then think, later when they started the heresy, yeah. they're like, oh, how nice that you decided to join us, uh, Horus. Uh, we just want, want to let you know that we already have these like 240 worlds that are yeah. already on our side. And yeah, exactly. You're going to send us troops. Yeah. It's really smart. It's a really tactical move. Uh, and um, to get the, the other legions, I think they also send out chaplains, right? To the other legions, I think in a lot of the novellas it talks about how there are chaplains from the yeah, world bearers that travel and starting the yeah they started the lodges didn't they yeah exactly. yeah so they have this very uh, intricate plan of how to turn the other legions. I mean, of course, it didn't work. it worked for half of the legions, but uh, that's what made the heresy happen. So g- good on them. And then, of course, I mean. Erebus with his fucking plans to turn Horus and uh, stab him with his sword. Uh, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff uh, is also, also very nice. Uh, during this time, of course, they also had to pure, uh, purge any unbelievers in the Legion because th- they needed to be unified. So what um, Horus and his friends did on Istvan III, and they killed all their loyalists uh, that had already been done by the word bearers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, yeah. After Istvan and all that, we 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 basically know what happens. So <laughs> that's up to now. Uh, let's. Do you want to know some about the legion structure? Sure. Yeah. They I, were. I, I just want to yeah. also get to the part where you redeem them, because <laughs> like you're telling their story, and yeah. yeah, it's really cool that they've been traitors for like a long time. Yeah. But they're still like whiny. Whiny little bitches. What? They're not whiny bitches. They're, they, are com- they're, they have their belief. <laughs> they, they leave no one alive. It's like, oh, you do not have the same view as us. Let's kill you all. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, like when they lose their faith in the emperor, they're like, oh, what do we do now? We have no purpose. Yeah. Oh, we're not really warriors. We just want to be poets. And they found <laughs> these 
these evil things that are obviously used evil that want to corrupt people. And they're like, yeah, I was all these guys. No, but you have to see that they are, they're just seeking, they just want answers. Like, why are we here? What's the truth of the galaxy? And they find answers. They find that there are actually gods, real gods with real power. And you need power to conquer the galaxy. You can't conquer it for someone, but, a false what I think god. What's really cool is that uh, Lorga wrote that basically the Bible of the Imperium that the Imperium used after Horus Heresy. Ah, oh, that the Ecclesiarchy uses, or yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's well. Of course, well, yeah. I, I can understand. Like, if you don't like religion and faith uh, <laughs> anyway, and, and feel feel like it's a weakness that they have to believe in something. I can I can understand that. I can understand what you're what you're saying. But I still think that they are really cool in the way that they are so convinced in their cause and uh, that they actually they just show no mercy if you're not on their side. They're really one side of the coin only. They they can they can never compromise. Yeah, I think they're really coolly written, uh, especially in uh, the book called the first book when they attacked Ultramarines. Uh, no, no fear. Oh. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. When it's written uh, hour by hour. Yeah, okay. it's really cool. Like just how they introduce this fantasy element into the thirty yeah. k, and it works really well. Yeah. Like with all these rituals. Yeah, that's true. No, I, uh, I, I also think the fact that they're being called turbers is because they. I think the novellas haven't really given them. But they're always portrayed because you have Erebus, and of course Erebus is just a big dick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and there, there's not been many books that portray them just as like how ruthless they are fighting. It's always oh, the here are the world eaters. We fight really good, and then oh, where are the first? They're just doing religious stuff again. Um, so I think I think that's part of why they're people don't really people feel that they're like a whiny legion. Uh, if you read if you read the black books more, it's more like just how they're like a military legion and stuff. I really like the Anona Fear as well, like the first guy who betrayed Ultramarines. He's like, oh, oh hello, I... my old friend. I really missed you. And then they just like, talk and eat. And then just, oh, guess what? Here's my knife in your stomach. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. And he, he actually describes that it is actually his friend, but he just betrays him anyway. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. treachery is the strongest emotion. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I like uh, also um, uh, the first heretic book, which follows the word bearers. When you have the, because Argel Tal, on the other hand, is a really cool character. I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, when there they... are some good characters. There's like some cool characters, but then there's like all these just power hungry dudes that are. Like, yeah. Oh, this is yeah. typical bad guy. Yeah. That... No real personality. Like, oh, yeah, I I just want more power. I want this guy to look at me and. Say that oh he's really powerful, yeah. And he's a power guy, and then the rest of them are just like minions with no I, personality. I agree. I think that they've been a bit poorly written in that sense. It's always this table of like ah oh, I want to be Oga or I want to be learn more uh, arcane uh, spells and stuff. <laughs> and, and they're always so stupid. It's always like oh the ultimate lured them into a trap and they're like ah oh, I will have victory and they just lose and stuff. Uh, so I think they're a bit poorly written. Uh, that's why I like Argel Tal because he's like more of a line captain. He, he fights with, uh, you know, he, him and Karn get along. They're like... Bro team. 
yeah. of protein. Definitely. Um, so the structure is was, was very similar to most, most legions, where they had squads, companies, and chapter uh, chapters. Uh, but their uh, one thing that they are had was that they favored a high unit number in squads. So they mm-hmm. usually had maximum. I mean, twenty man tactical squads was the base of their their entire legion mainly. And I think that's something that you should ch- think about if you're playing them. I think that's really thematic to just have. Chance of fucking marines. Cold toward chanting. Yeah, I think that's that's a really cool cool theme. Um, and uh, the they had, of course, yeah, squads make make up uh, companies, and these companies would be specialized. So they would have, for example, assault companies, line breaker companies, or recon companies. And uh, then the chapters would be make, made up of different companies, and the chapter would be 500 to 3,000 legionaries in size, more or less. Uh, and they were named after constellations of colches. So the Serrated Sun is Argental's chapter, uh, Crescent Moon, Exalted Gate, Twisting Rune, <laughs> Twisting Rune, <laughs> or, or the Night Chalice, uh, are just some of them. The Knight's Chalice, I should say. Uh, so some cool names for uh, chapters there. It's always nice to find some fluff if you want to make your own legion uh, or own fo- force. Um, they had a special formation that they ran, which was called the Broken Scythe. I think you will like this one. It was specifically uh, made to level cities to the ground. <laughs> uh, and it's a special formation where they have uh, artillery siege tanks in combination with flamer squads mounted in rhinos <laughs> that just toured through cities yeah. and left nothing but ashes. That's brutal. Brutal as fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's why I like the black books because the Horus Heresy novels, as you say, they're a bit more stereotypical. It's like, or, <laughs> we are there. We are the space wolves. Yeah, we are, we are Vikings and uh, we are warbears. We are just evil guys. And, but the black books are just more of a military. This is a military conflict. These, this is, you know, these were huge uh, armies that were fighting. Um, they, of course, even during the crusade, had many auxiliary forces in huge numbers. So just as they had cult hordes later, they, they were always good with recruiting and having, uh, well, maybe not solar auxilia, but military, I guess more cults and militia, militia with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they favored these mass assaults. That was really their thing. Uh, chapter masters uh, would lead the chapters, and they would usually have secondaries, like a lieutenant that uh, helped them. Uh, and then there was a second line of command, w- which was the spiritual one with the chaplains, which was very important, but like a secondary. It's like a, a separate structure, sort of. Hmm. Uh, for their size, it's estimated that, that at Kerr, when they were uh, rebuked, they were 100,000. Uh, in size. Uh, and after that, when Lorgar turned, they started mass recruitment because they knew that we're going to need a lot of legionaries to kill other legionaries. <laughs> uh, and uh, they had these, uh, you know, uh, heightened uh, psycho indoctrination and, you know, they sped up the implanta- implantation process. And at the time of the, the betrayal, their numbers were as high as the Ultramarines. And I don't really know. But I, I mean, I think it's widely known that the Ultramarines and Warbearers were the two biggest legions of all yeah. in the heresy. I don't know if it's, is it 200,000 maybe? I Wasn't think I like heard. 500,000? Is it that much? Yeah, I think so. Oh shit, I had no idea. Yeah, maybe most 
um, most maybe some of the legions were two hundred thousand during Istvan. I think yeah. the emperor's children were about a hundred thousand at Istvan or something. Yeah, but they were always pretty few. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah, as you said, they in any case they were one of the largest legions, and that makes sense that they then would run you know twenty men squads because they can afford that. They can just uh, and uh, they of course had a lot of cultists then for the betrayal. And they also just threw in tons of them because they had human lives to sacrifice, which is very, very cool. And finally, they had started building uh, the Abyss-class ships, which is like the biggest fucking ships ever constructed, which are also uh, awesome. And I, I, I once again thought about the Battlefield Gothic. Did they ever yeah. create, did, did anyone ever convert? Are there rules for Abyss-class ships? No, uh, I don't think otherwise... so. There are rules for uh, some Chaos ships that yeah. I don't think there's models for it, but they have like... There should, there should be Gloriana-class rules. would be nice. Yeah. For them. And they are the Battlefleet Heresy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I mean, I, I can't wait to have some Abyss-class ships then. It's <laughs> fucking huge! Um, yeah, but that was, that was all the background. I don't want to go into the example battles. I read one where they went to Antarctica and killed some guys who were still there hiding i i don't know it was like but when they talk about earth they say that all the oceans have evaporated but then they talked about antarctica and there was still ice there i don't know i don't have any idea how so is the the temperature the same on earth the, has global warming not happened i didn't really understand that but uh, you could always go into that to get some more fluff and get inspiration for your word bearer force what do you say? Do you want to le- uh, know how to play them now? I can uh, hear that you've been convinced that these, this is a really cool <laughs> legion. And I play them. How? Yeah, I've been thinking about Warbears, like thinking of some, some lists. Yeah? Um, I think there's, just a, there's a lot of ways to, to play them. There's, they don't really have a specific way of playing like Iron Hands with Tanks or World Leaders and Close Combat Troops. No, that's true. I, I agree. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to have just twenty man squads, <laughs> just uh, really, yeah. For a for a, a centurion type of game, it would be awesome to run word bearers. I think. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the rules, if you want to play them, they of course uh, always regroup at normal leadership because they're legions studies. Uh, but they are true believers, and that means that when they roll morale checks, they roll 3d6 and pick the two lowest. It's a pretty big deal, I think. Yeah, that's really cool. Like uh, the, the Salamanders can re-roll one of their dice as well, so... Oh, yeah, so something... really hard to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, and then cut them down. Uh, they must always make sweeping advances, and they can re-roll sweeping advance rolls of one. That is also cool, I think. That's just yeah. a positive thing. Charismatic leadership. <clears throat> Any primary force with a word bearers legion must take a secondary compulsory HQ, which is either a centurion or a chaplain console. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just thinking if they can take a diabolist as this secondary choice. But uh, they, they have the option to uh, take a Diabolist as a console for 35 points. It's basically like a crazy, uh, I don't know, religious guy. Crazy. 
Yeah, it's like a chaplain that's just extra into demons and stuff. Teaches, <laughs> preaches about demons. Uh, the Diabolist uh, has demon, the demon special rule. What, do you know, it's the demon special rule that you're, it's a five plus invulnerable, isn't it? Yeah, and I think you can only join other demon units. Okay, well that's, that's something to think about. Uh, the Diabolist also has preferred enemy loyalist added to all their close combat attacks. So not uh, shooting attacks, but that's, that's a very good one. Uh, they cannot take uh, bikes, yet bikes, Terminator armor, or Power Fist, or Thunderhammer, which is kind of bad, I guess, but anyway. Uh, uh, but if you take them, the Force has uh, access to the Dark Channeling. And what is the Dark Channeling? Uh, you can give that to certain squads for 25 points. You can give it to tactical squads, veteran, veteran tactical squads, breacher squads, terminators, assault squads, and that's it. If you have a, a diabolist. Uh, so 25 points, what does that give you? You roll at the beginning of the game for each unit, a d6. One to three, they get zealot, and that's fearless, right? And reroll to hit in close combat. It's like the chaplain rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Uh, on a four or five, you get the unit gets plus one strength, which is awesome. On a six, they get the demon special rule, so it's nice to get a um, invulnerable save. However, if they become demons, they no longer count as scoring. Ooh, yeah. that's harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. So you, I guess you would need have a lot of scoring troops if you want dark channeling, just to not yeah because of the chances. Uh, that they turn into demons. But I think all of those upgrades are very nice. Uh, and definitely worth 25 points to just get a fearless unit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it just feels like th this Legion would be very good at close combat, generally, because you can give them those uh, bonuses and stuff. Uh, I, I also think, I also like that in the Red Book here, it says that the Word Bearer Legion is at the heart of the darkness of the Horus Heresy. I mean, the Horus Heresy happens because of them. Using the rules presented here, they may only be part of a traitor's uh, faction armor, uh, armies. You can never take loyalist warbearers in Horus Heresy. I think that's... Yeah, and I don't, think, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do it, though, or asked to do it, but <laughs> I love that that's in there. Uh, they can take some war gear, some occult. You can take burning lore for praetors, diabolists, centurions, or chaplains. It's like yeah, a little, little book, little book from Lorgard which says, oh, if you say this, you'll do a spell. Uh, so that for 30 points, they become level one psychers uh, with biomancy or telepathy, which is uh, okay. Uh, they can take tainted weapons uh, instead of a power weapon for the same cost. And that's strength as user, no AP, but it has uh, instant death. Mm -hmm. It's also a specialist weapon, but uh, so I don't know. Specialist one weapons. Of those black knives they have in the crag, right? Yeah, the Athames or Anathames or something like that. Yeah. Uh, would be cool to have that model on. But uh, how is it? Help me here. Specialist weapons can never gain benefits for an extra attack unless you have two specialist weapons, right? Yeah. So if you were to take what other specialist? It's a power, power fist, fist special. Yeah. So if you could take combination power fist tainted weapon. Yeah, but then, then you get an extra attack. Okay. But then, I mean, instant death, you probably already have that on. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe a, uh, isn't a power axe a specialist weapon as well? I'm not sure. I think it's just unwieldy. 
Yeah, but you can but, take a power fist and that knife. Because how, how, how many points is a knife? Uh, the same as a power weapon, so I guess 10. Yeah, so you can get like an extra track for your power fist without getting... That's true, though. That would be nice. And, and think about like facing Mechanicum. To have an instant death power fist would be devastating. Yeah. Holy shit. That could be cool. Uh, I guess they just put the... They, they, they put the, the, the knife, the tainted weapon, into the... They stick someone and then they punch the, the knife into the enemy or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there are some rights of war, but I think we'll take them at the end. Uh, so let's go into the special units. The first one is an elite. It's the Maragal Tainted Dreadnought. Yeah, it's annoying as fuck. Is it? Oh, because uh, it can walk through walls or something? Yeah. Uh, so it's dangerous in some mortalities, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 305 points. It's like a Dreadnought. I think it has ballistic skill 3 is a bit worse. But strength 7, is that more? For, or is that standard Contemptor? Um, I think it's more yeah, or less contemptor, but... or maybe six. I don't know. It, it has four hull points though, which I, I know is more than yeah. other. Um, it is, of course, yeah, basically a contemptor, and it can take uh, power claws, which is like a it's a special uh, close combat weapon, and it can take a, a war fire plasma cannon, and also some other multi melt uh, auto cannon, last cannon, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, you could give them two close combat weapons or two uh, shooty weapons. I think. Yep, you can. Um, uh, it has fleet demon. It will not die. The earth recoils. Shroud of dark fire accursed. Adamantium will. So it doesn't have the normal reactor. You know this. Uh, uh, what is it called? Mm, the contemptor uh, invulnerable one. Yeah, the thing. Doesn't he just have a like an invulnerable save from beginning? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. So it has a five plus regardless. So it's actually better because it has a five plus all the time, and a yeah. contemptor has a th six up in close combat, right? Yeah. Um, because of, it's shrouded in dark fire, any heat, fire, or plasma-based weapons uh, have their attacks reduced by minus one strength. That's a good thing of keeping it alive. Yeah. Uh, and models with toughness value less than 7 uh, or armor value less than 13 suffers a minus 1 modifier to in close combat. I guess it's so hot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> ah. And if it explodes, this is crazy. Instead of the normal procedure, uh, place a massive blast 7 inches Ooh, on yeah. top of the model. <laughs> All models touched by the template suffer strength 6 AP 5 soul blaze attack as a barrage wow. attack. Holy fuck. <laughs> so you just take, you just throw this at the enemy and like, oh, I hope it explodes. <laughs> That's just good. Uh, it is also accursed. So um, uh, fear test against this it has minus two uh, leadership. So I guess it causes fear. <laughs> is it, maybe demons yeah. cause fear. Yeah. I guess demons should they cause do. fear. It's never scoring. And... Uh, all models with demon or psyker that are within six inches of it, um, each turn take, suffer an automatic strength five AP two ignores cover hits, regardless of line of sight. And this b doesn't 
uh, yeah, regardless of which side. So it actually affects your own demons and psychers <laughs> because everyone hates it. It just, oh, God. Damn. <laughs> so imagine taking this against Thousand Suns would be awesome. Yeah. Just put it within six inches yeah. and then strength 5 AP2. True, cool. If you would face any loyalist Thousand Suns, though. Ah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, there are a lot of Thousand Suns that consider themselves loyal. <laughs> so I guess yeah. it could happen. Uh, They're living in denial. Yeah, but I like that they even they aim the, within their own legion. They're like, oh, get away from us, you know. Ugh. You're so scary. The earth recoils. Uh, it ignores the effects of difficult terrain and passes through obstacles up to one inch across without penalty or need for an aperture to move through it. It cannot end its turn inside the obstacle, and there must be sufficient space for its model to be placed into the end of its movement. So wait. How thick is a wall in Somertalis? I think it's one inch. I think you can move through walls in Somertalis. So you not just doors, but walls. Yeah. Has this been said in the facts specifically, or something, or because I I don't know. I know bit... that it's been played that way. Yeah, I also heard that. For me, it's not that obvious by reading it. I mean, but um... but it's kind of a. I, I mean, it's a cool idea that it just. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's like, uh, what's the Primarch? Mortarian? Oh, yeah, his ghost walk thing. Yeah, total <laughs> dick. This, can just, this guy can just follow. <laughs> uh, the Tainted Power Claw is strength 1082, but it also has Ghost Racer. <laughs> Yo. S uh, successful invulnerable saves have to be re-rolled. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, it has a Cursed Bolt Splitter, which is a Rapid fire bolter with blind. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and then the warp fire plasma cannon is Whoa. 36 inches, strength 8, AP2, blast 3 inches. Huh? Oh, heavy one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, heavy one. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's strength 8. It's badass. Yeah. Aren't, aren't normal plasma cannons that low? No, they're strength 7. Oh, nice. And it's howling death. Uh, if you suffer a casualty, you always have to take a morale check and uh, minus one leadership. Yeah, because I guess it's really agonizing. Uh, <laughs> so that's sweet. Uh, the Mergal is a cool dreadnought, uh, but you might also, in your elite's choice, want to play some Galvorback. <laughs> this is by far my favorite unit of all the word bearers ones. Yeah, they're really good. Possi possibly the coolest traitor unit in the game. Uh, the possessed ones, like the possessed space marines. How cool are they? Uh, the only bad thing I heard was that um, that the well you, you can buy the five but they are kind of monopoly so if you want a squad of ten they will sort of look the same uh, it's a bit difficult to convert them anyway that's what I heard and the uh, so these guys are weapon skill five and they are strength and toughness five and they have two wounds but their their leader the martyr has three wounds they have initiative 5 and uh, a lot of attacks. Two attacks, base, but then they have both bolt pistol and chainsword. So I guess there are three attacks, base, and just yeah. three up. They're fucking dick kickers. Yeah, uh, but they don't really have... I mean, they have bolt pistol, bolt guns, and chainsword, close combat weapon. They're like a basic marine in, in that, uh, like war gear, but uh, they have a rending special rule yeah. to their close combat attacks. Regardless of what they use. 
yeah, rage. So a lot of attacks on the charge. They can deep strike. They uh, have stubborn, so they're difficult to get rid of. Uh, and they're demons, of course. And they're damned, so um, they can never count as scoring. But I think they can in one of the rights, though. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to that. You can take uh, up to uh, 10 of them. Uh, you can give one in five flamer, meltagun, plasma gun, power weapon. And the dark martyr can also take power weapon, power fist, lightning claw. You could give the dark martyr a pair of lightning claws, which I don't know why you would. <laughs> I mean, okay, then there are AP3 attacks with rending, which I guess is good. And you have a pair of them, but you don't get extra. He already has two close combat weapons, so you don't get extra attacks. But can anyone take one of those uh, dark blades? No. Ah, uh, that's. Oh, you mean so you could give them instant death? Uh, yeah, and also give them like a power fist and a blade or something. Ah, oh, yeah, that's cool. What did I say? Any word bearer's character with the option. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the the martyr could could take that. Yeah. It says exchange chainsword or combat blade. Is that? And or is not the same. So they could. Oh, can they? No, they can't. They have to have uh, their bolt pistol left then. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, because of how it's worded. And I'm not sure. I mean, you could give two, of, two in a score of 10 a power weapon. I don't know if that's worth it. Is the rending enough, do you think? I think it would be sweet probably to have some power access or something extra. Yeah, maybe. Or multi guns. Yeah, that's also cool. Give them that bonus. I mean, also in the in Soul Mortalis, these guys are scary. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Then the other special unit is the Ashen Circle, the one that nobody takes. <laughs> Which I think is is sad because they there are some sweet looking models, definitely. Uh, they are weapons. They are. This is a fast attack, also. So I mean, they will usually not come compete with any other things you want to take. Uh, weapon skill 5, otherwise basic marine stat line. And they, ha they are jump infantry, but they are 175 points. If you take a unit of 10, they're uh, 275, which is a lot. I mean, how much was... Isn't that what the assault squad used to be before? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, well, but also well, no. it's 10 guys. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you get 5 for 175 here. Yeah. Which is a lot. Isn't that what you get 10 assault guys for? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish they could tweak them somehow to take, because I would love to take them. I think they're so such cool models. And they have uh, hand flamers, which is kind of fun. Uh, and the axe rake, or well, yeah, this is another thing. The axe rake is plus one strength, but it's AP six, and it has grapple. Enemies attempting to fall back after losing an assault, uh, they suffer minus one penalty on their fallback distance. Yeah, that sucks. It <laughs> sucks. I mean, at least they could give them AP four, I think, because they, they're basically a chain axe. Grapple should be minus one to their initiative to, yeah, to run that would, Exactly. Something like that. So, I mean, so you would sweep, sweep them up more often. I also think they should be AP4. If the points are these high, uh, this high, I mean, 
definitely yeah. give them AP4 at least. Eh. Eh. <laughs> so yeah, they're, 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 the idea of them are, is cool points-wise, and what they have is not really that good. Uh, if they enter via Deep Strike, uh, as they, when they're placed, all models within D6 get a strength 3 AP5 hit. It's like, flame! Flame on! <laughs> Uh, and they can always use Hammer of Wrath, regardless of whether or not they're used to jump pack. And they're they're carried out at strength five, so that's also a little nice bonus. Um, uh, bitter duty: the unit may not be joined by character, though. So yeah. That's a bit of a drawback. Uh, anyone can take a power axe, though. Five points. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. So that's def- well. That's that's really good. That w- that w- that would make them good, right? I made them really expensive, though. It's going to be two hundred points for five guys. Ouch! <laughs> uh, yep. Unless you want to upgrade the sergeant as well, but he can take phosphorus bombs. That's pretty cool. That's cool, also. So yeah, I think it's said in the fluff that they are they're a way of destroyers. They serve alongside the destroyers of the word bears, <laughs> which I think is really cool. Yeah, um, destroyers are fucking cool. They also are really cool. the same problem. They're really expensive. Yeah, but imagine taking that theme, like the basically like the world uh, burner theme of uh, word bearers, just have yeah. destroyers, ashen circle, maybe flamer squads, and then artillery tanks. Yeah, just destroying cities. That would be awesome. That's uh, that's a, a take I haven't really seen people play much. I think most people play like a cult horde and uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, monsters like the Gal- yeah, Galvorback and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, uh, yeah, I think there's room for a lot of different sides of this Legion. Uh, they have a lot of special characters. They have Erebus, that fucking rat. I just want to say, as a, oh, sorry. Like a comparison, uh, destroyers mm-hmm. are 150 points for five guys. And that's okay. before they take jump packs. If you want oh, jump okay. packs, it's another 75 points. It's 225. That's so. So they're not that expensive, actually. Well, that's that's interesting. And I'm gonna look. Uh, but then they don't really have that firepower that the destroyers have. No, they're more. Yeah, exactly. uh, I mean, r- rules-wise, they feel more like uh, an assault squad. Uh, an assault squad is 175 points as well for ten guys. Okay, how much is it for? Isn't it 15 points for more guys there? Or thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. Okay, and it's twenty points for another Ashen Circle. Yeah, that's uh, that difference. I, I I don't really like, but <laughs> <laughs> so I I think they could be a bit cheaper. But anyway, anyway, they're cool. Um, then we have Erebus, who is the first uh, chaplain, the high chaplain, and uh, he's a kind of a cool guy, wouldn't you say? He's, he's like a, a massive dick. Yeah, he, definitely. I think he, he has the stat line of a chaplain, but with an extra wound, more or less. Yeah. Uh, and um, he has an iron halo and a mastercrafted power maul. He's very cool. Um, and he could also use the dark channeling because he's basically like a, a diabolist. Uh, he's marked by the dark fate. So if you play campaign, he, he, it's very unlikely that he would die, mainly, basically, because, I mean, he survives the heresy. <laughs> uh, and he has a warlord trait, which d- gives 
all enemy units within 12 inches of him must use their lowest leadership, not their highest, because he's so scary. <laughs> so terrifying to look at. Uh, he has a lot of special like rules. Fucking smug motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, he, this is one of the few special character models that I didn't like when it came out. Uh, really? Because, yeah, actually, in, he just, I just had this a picture in my mind from after all the books when he's always, I, I like the idea of him being a serpent that just whispers, you know, into Horace's ear and other people. He just goes around and spreads his lies. So I, I more, in my mind, he was always this uh, kind of, you know, um, a bit more secluded guy with, uh, like, I, I wanted him to have a cowl or something covering his face and just, you know, he's standing behind the shoulder of, of important people. <laughs> but then it, it, the, the guy they release is just giving this super rousing speech instead of, I don't know. It's like two sides, I guess. I guess he could do that as well. <laughs> In my mind, I wanted something else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he, he has the chaplain rules, basically. I think he has the... No, he, he has uh, a combination of a chaplain and a diabolist. He's both. He's a dark apostle. And uh, next to him, of course, we have Corberon, the foster father. Uh, I like the fa- model is really cool. Yeah, I, I agree. It's awesome. I, I love the fluff that he, he was too old to become a real Astartes. So, they just, so he has toughness three, but he has four wounds. <laughs> but, but I guess that's because he has this very advanced suit to keep him alive. Yeah. Uh, he's on the initiative three as well. That's true. But then he has these pair of lightning claws and a digiflamer. Apparently he has a Digi-flamer. secret flavor. Yeah, he has a concealed within Corferon's regalia. Galia of office is a miniaturized flamer weapon. This is treated as a hand flamer with the one use special rule. <laughs> so okay. if you're fighting, you can just <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. I have a strength three <laughs> flamer that I can only use once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a good weapon. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure if he's the most, I mean, he's probably not the best uh, close combat character, but he has some other bonuses. He's also a uh, harbinger of chaos. Or the dark channeling, and yeah, both uh, Erebus and Corferon allow you to take Chaos Demons as allies, uh, which is something you can only do otherwise by running a right war. Cool. I think, yeah, that's really nice. Um, he well, yeah, he has basically Cataphracty Terminate Armor, which give, also gives him Field of Pain six plus, and. What more? His uh, warlord trait is that all units with Legion as a starting special rule gain plus one bonus to leadership. So yeah, this Legion will probably not run away much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a theme going through. Uh, then we have mi- the rock star himself, Mr. Sardulayak and the Brain Slaves. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really cool. Uh, the Trice Born. He was uh, like, yeah, he wanted to, again, one of these bad, bad boys who's like, eh, I just want Erebus to like me. Eh. And then he goes and finds a lot of knowledge and becomes a, a demon and has a lot of psychic abilities and stuff. Uh, he has a shit ton of special weapons. He, um, he has a force staff that's um, like he's, he's not a librarian, but he took 
that anyway. <laughs> this is my stuff. Uh, so it's strength plus two, AP four, uh, and then has force and two handed. And it also works as his uh, like a banner thing that he, he wears. So uh, units within 12 inches add plus one uh, to their um, uh, close combat score and plus one to sweeping advance rolls. So that's a nice close combat bonus. Uh, and instead of a normal shooting attack, he can use it as a heavy flamer once per game. <laughs> that's better than fucking Corferon. They can just <laughs> try to impress each other. Look what I have. <laughs> Mini flamer. Look what I have. Mega flamer. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Uh, he uh, I, also, I faced yeah. Sorry like once. Oh, really? With a bunch who, of Yeah, Warback. They who was killing it? Uh, who was running them? Yeah. Uh, Christopher from Yavla. Okay. Uh, Mr. Magnus Instrumentalis guy. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the few guys I know. The word bearers. I also know, I, I mean, in Sweden, I also know that uh, uh, Oscar from Avaria, that he had. Actually, his word bearers that Christopher bought. Ah, that might be true. He may well have sold them. I think also Nicholas in Gothenburg has word bearers. Oh, yeah. Talked right. about that. Um, but it's sweet. Uh, did did uh, he do well again? Sorry, Layak. See a monster. No, they no? slaughtered me. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't. <laughs> you're facing the most badass legion of all. That's what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> uh, he counts as a diabolist, uh, so you can take uh, dark channeling again with a modifier of plus one. So you more likely get demons. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. <laughs> Uh, and you can take uh, allied demons here as well. That's like a theme for these uh, special uh, characters. His warlord trait, Reign of Fire. Um, you can take Ashen Circle as troop choices. Which is, uh, yeah, could be cool. Uh, because of Sword of Lag? Yeah. Cool. And then you can give them Dark Channeling for plus five. So they, they're even more expensive. <laughs> Then, you know, they might get uh, plus one strength or something. Is he? Yeah, good, good. And what else? What else? I think that's... Well, he is a Psyker level two and can choose from Pyromancy or Malefic Demonology to summon some demons. I think that's uh, something I would like to see. Word bearers with demons and just summoning shit. I think that's yeah. really cool. Uh, we have... Uh, of course, he also has the option of taking two... Anacatis Cull Blade Slaves. They're like Gal Warbuck, basically. They are three wounds, toughness five, strength six. Pretty fucking good. And they have these uh, super cool, uh, uh, scary blades that are, well, strength six, AP three. Severing cut, a wound roll of a five or a six or AP two. So extra good rending. Unsaved wounds inflict two wounds each. Yeah. So they're. Pretty fucking good in close combat. They're mindless killers, so they have to go with Sardilayak, and if he's not there, they like, oh, they have to attack the closest unit or something. Yeah, friend or foe. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, otherwise, they have, oh, they have plasma pistols as well. I think uh, Sardilayak has a plasma pistol. Yeah, from what I've no, heard, wait, he has a it's not pistol. super good to take the blaze face because you only get two. So you just be a unit of three, because Sardalea is, is an independent character anyway. Ah, oh, so you'd just... rather join him with Galvorbeck or something. Yeah, because he's a demon as well. Ah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, yeah. So Sardalea also has toughness five. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, the final special character is Hol Beloff. I've never heard of him. I think I heard of him. Uh, in, he was at Kalth, basically. Mm. He took command uh, at the ground when everything had gone to shit. <laughs> he is one of those basic bad guys again. Ah, I must rise to power. <laughs> uh, he is a, a Praetor stat line. He has a Mastercrafted Power Fist and a Tainted Weapon. So that's the combo we talked about. So he yes. has extra attacks there. Cheese Lord. Yeah, he has a Plasma Pistol, an Iron Halo, uh, Artificer Armor, and a Hexaglyphic Ward. What the heck is that? What's oh, he a just, Hexaglyphic Ward? He just put some runes on his, uh, on his armor. Little did you know the ultimate prize. Such ministrations would come to cost him. Dangerous. Demons enter your, demon enters your soul. Holobeloth <laughs> <laughs> uh, ignores the first wound suffered as a result of a failed save in the game. Even if the wound would normally in- inflict instant death. That's, <laughs> that's really cool. badass. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's like Gilliman's annoying thing in miniature. Uh, he's very uh, skilled at battlefield tactician and charismatic war leader. And as long as he's on the table and not falling back, once per game, his controlling player can declare the use of this ability at the start of their assault phase. All models in the army gain increased weapon skill to 5 for that assault phase. And his warlord trait is that him and any any unit with the Legion's Astartes special rule cause fear. No, they join. Ah, cause fear. The warlord and his unit cause fear. Pretty good character. Yeah, I think so. This doesn't cost that much, and it gives a lot of stuff, like ignoring the first wound. Because you usually don't get him wounded until either someone shoots him with a last cannon, or he's in combat with some close combat monster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not sure, fluff-wise, if he actually died on Chaos. I think he died on Chaos, so I'm not sure... About take uh, if you can run him if you're not playing Kalth campaign or not, but I, I guess you could. It doesn't say anything here about it, but I think Fluffwise he actually died there, but he probably came back as a demon or something. <laughs> definitely, definitely, people play first menace. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and finally, we have Loga. Loga, everyone's favorite Primarch. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've listened to our show, remember that he actually. Yes, took the throne of uh, the Primarch battle, battles, right? Yeah, we were I think both he did. surprised, and he killed someone, <laughs> and then he stood there for one one turn until the next Primarch took him out. But uh, it was cool. Uh, he has a, the worst stat line of uh, Primarchs. I guess I guess uh, Alpharius have the same has the same. But I mean, he's still a Primarch, so he's he, he is he a monster. His, he has his beliefs. That yeah, he has. <laughs> Damn, you, you're hard to convince here. <laughs> I agree. Lorga might not be the coolest Primarch. He has an Archaeotech pistol and Eliminarium. Uh, and Sire of the Word Bearers. He is. The, yeah, well, he can use his leadership value for morale checks and pinning tests. That's uh, very nice. He is a living icon. If you can draw a line of sight to him, you get plus one to your charge distance, immune to fear, and plus one to uh, assault score, basically, or like battle score. Uh, the Dark Fortune. 
he has been followed by the fates of chaos for a long time and he's a favorite song he can re-roll any failed deny the witch roll that's good uh once per game he can uh elect to force the single enemy model or unit to re-roll uh, all rolls of a five or six both to hit and to wound hmm. uh holy shit that's really <laughs> So you can nerf a unit there. Uh, so wait, but once per game, it doesn't say if it's your turn or not. So if you're charged, you're like, ah, you're charged by their Death Star, and then they have to reroll all their fives and six. Yeah, like um, it's pretty good against Paragon Blades. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow. But uh, but they don't cost instant death anyway. But is it against him or against everything? Uh, I think it just says that you elect single enemy model or unit, so it doesn't have to attack him. Just oh, now that cool. unit is that unit sucks for this turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also sort of a psyker. He's not as good as Magnus. He is a bit unreliable. He's a level two psyker and can take from divination telekinesis. But when he tries to make, uh, get his powers to work, he only does it on a five plus instead of a four plus. So he tries. He's read a lot of books, but he's not that good. Not Magnus. Uh, he has a 2 plus save with a 4 up invulnerable, which increases to a 3 up against psychic attacks. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. And then he has a really cool uh, mace, which gives him plus 2 strength. So, I mean, strength 8 is pr- pretty good. AP 2. Yeah. Uh, mastercrafted, concussive, and smash. Yeah. Smash. I think that's. Yes, me. <laughs> Uh, it's not that bad in close. Uh, but then, of course, we have the fun part that you can take him transfigured when he is turned to chaos. Um, and uh, then he is a level three psyker and can select instead of rolling three powers. Yeah, that's when people start thinking he's cool. Yeah, but that is also because you, you go they to always, the gym. Yeah, and you, that's because people always took uh, invisibility, right? <laughs> Because I, you I could choose, I think. Um, yeah, well, in, uh, in the in the fluff, at least, we were like, "Oh, something happened to you, Lord Yeah, cool that's true. Yeah, they, suddenly it was cool during Istvan and stuff. Uh, and then he uh, uh, yeah, gets warp charges on a three plus instead of a four plus, but it costs seventy five points extra. But uh, he's not. A, he's a pretty cheap Primarch to start with. Yeah. Three hundred seventy five. That's like Fulgrim, I think. Uh, and that's that. Some pretty cool units and characters, would you say? Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, and finally, we're going to talk about their rights of war. So the first one is the Dark Brethren. And this is to uh, basically say that, oh, well, we have uh, demons on our side. Um, arch traitors, all independent characters in a detachment using this right of war, gains preferred enemy loyalist space marine. It's like... Your bitter iron hands, but they're a mirror. Yeah. Uh, signs important. The control, controlling player selects a single unit from their detachment choice at the start of the game. Roll a d6 on one to three. All opposing units count as having preferred enemy against this unit, <laughs> which sucks. Uh, but on a four to six, this unit counts as having preferred enemy special rule against all opposing units. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Like, so it's only independent characters. 
preferred enemy, but you could get it for one extra. I like that it's either a blessed or a doomed unit, basically. (laughs) But even if you get it, like if you get that he gets preferred enemy, the enemy's gonna be like, oh, so I'll just kill that unit before he gets. Oh yeah, so it's gonna get killed anyway. (laughs) Yeah. From beyond, if you take this uh, right of war, you can take allies from the demons uh, codex as battle brothers even and i don't think i don't know where it says somewhere but isn't it as of this point only word bears that can take demons as allies yeah I think, right? so. I think so as well and maybe it's, it's going to change along the heresy i hope so but uh, so far that's pretty fucking cool hell follows with them all wounds caused by perils of the warp test taken by the opposing force gain the instant death special rule <laughs> So if you run against uh, who has Psykers, Thousand Suns, once again, uh, maybe yeah, on the scars, same side. Maybe. White Scars could have. Um, Space Wolves, probably. Yeah. Could have some. And, uh, yeah. Uh, could, could be fun. Uh, you have to take at least one Diabolist, the HQ choice. You cannot have more than one Heavy Support choice. That's a pretty big drawback. Yeah. And you cannot take Fortifications or Allied Space Marines. Um, and any other allies except demons desperate allies but I guess you can never take more than one set of allies right no uh, no so that's if if you want to run that right of war only to get preferred enemy loyalist and a a, a unit that uh, (laughs) that might get cursed (laughs) I don't know they have another uh, right of War, which I think is a lot more uh, attractive. But then you can't take uh, demons, sadly. This is uh, the last of the serrated sun, so that's uh, Argyll Tower. Say that this first Rite of War is pretty lame. It's like, mm, yeah. everything is like, eh, eh. Oh, well, It allows you to take demons yeah, and, but, and not have a special character for that. So that's yeah, but the like Every special character allows you to do that as well. But, just yeah. more but if, you, if you want to have your, your own character and Make your own story. That could yeah, be the one. Sure. But <laughs> you gotta agree that this this right war is pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty lame. Pretty lame. Uh, but this next one, I think, is pretty one of the better ones. Better rights, though. So you can now take a company of monsters. Galvorbach are taken as troops in a primary detachment using this right of war. All units of Galvorbach have access to Legion drop pods or Amulus pattern Dreadclaw drop pods as dedicated transports, and must take one of these options. Holy shit! Scoring though. No, they are not. Uh, and that's a big thing to consider. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like that because the Serrated Sun, the chapter, were specialized in using drop pods even before they bur- turn into these uh, monsters. And then they just, oh, let's just yeah. keep doing They're it. the first one to turn into... Yeah. First it was the Gal Warbeck were the first, and they were the best. And then later they had these eh, not-as-good-possessed ones called the Vakrajal. Yeah, I remember I guess, that from the from the books. It's crazy when they transformed. Yeah, or they get killed by that fucking snake demon, right? On a ship. I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. don't the uh, sons of Horus try to imitate later, and they make their yeah, yeah or their, their wolf Galvor back. Yeah, <laughs> lame. Not as cool. <laughs> Word bears did it first. <laughs> All you other traders are just imitators. <laughs> um, 
Drop Elite, any unit with access to a Rhino can take a, uh, a Legion Drop Pod as a dedicated transport. Uh, and Burning Sun, enemy units with landing point of the Deep Striking Drop Pod must take a pinning test. That's nice. Yeah? So this is... Uh, it's like, oh yeah, you're fucked. You can't do anything next turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You just have to stand there and shake your knees while <laughs> scary monsters climb up out and start walking towards you. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. I guess you should take Dreadclaws then so you can assault out also. Uh, but then all infantry units must deploy via deep strike, uh, teleportation, or transport it inside a flyer. Uh, you cannot take immobile units, fortifications, or allies. But it's still freaking good. Uh, right. It's just yeah. that you need scoring units, scoring troops, though. Yeah. So you take some Gale Warwick's troops and then take veterans score, and you're all set. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's true. Oh, yeah, it's smart. It's very smart, very smart. Uh, so I think that's all I had. Uh, what, you talked about that you had thought of some lists. Or like, yeah, how, how would you run? Uh, it's cool. But yeah, now I mean, that you said about like the, the city destroyers, it would be pretty cool to make a list around that. Yeah. So maybe I take Sardi um, uh, Leak and take those jump guys. Take two yeah. units of those as troops, and then just fill the rest with special weapon squads with Maltas and Flamers. And, 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 and then Medusas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe, maybe some... Uh... Oh, yeah, they, they should have tanks. Uh... And that would be cool. I think a lot of people run the uh, the serrated sun because yeah. uh, they have a cool fluff. You can take a lot of Galvor back and stuff. <laughs> and I would, I would, I would probably not run word bears without. I well, I mean, I would have Galvor back. I might not run them all the time, but I would definitely get some. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a, I got a, cool I got very, very interested in them by reading some more in the black book about. Uh, Word bears. I think they they grew, they grew on me. I, I always thought, as you said, I think they don't really uh, are that cool in the novellas. They're a bit whiny and <laughs> and they need their fate. But uh, after reading the black book, I think they're much cooler. They're really grim. I mean, how fucking heavy metal is it to have legionaries that are possessed by demons? Get more heavy metal than that. <laughs> Or demons yeah, as allies. Good. Demons. That's pretty, yeah. pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I remember I used to run demons with my Chaos Space Marines. Was, oh, nice. It's really fun. Yeah. I'm not sure if it says anything else. Rulebook, because it has uh, information about generic demons in there. So maybe it makes it clear if you can take uh, which legions that can take. Uh, Which can, you can take demons? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's just the war bearers now. Yeah, I think so. The rule book. That's also really cool. Fucking got that monopoly on demons. It's not bad. Special snowflakes. Yeah. Now they're not special snowflakes. <laughs> the coolest snowflakes. <laughs> snowflakes from hell that melt in your face. They're slask. <laughs> slask. That's pretty good. People from uh, Scandinavia know and fear. The, yeah, they like Slask Marines. Slask Marines. Uh, I just wanted to check 
their ally matrix. They are they friends with anyone? They're only sworn brothers with Sons of Horus and the Imperial Army. Hmm. And then they're distrusted by a whole fucking uh can check where are the iron hands yeah the iron hands don't like them <laughs> but do the empress children like them uh they think they're okay but not, not very good <laughs> but they have a lot of distrusted allies but no uh of those really hated ones at least <laughs> yeah but uh, i like well i would also love to i mean it's a good theme to take uh, word bearers with some uh, cultists that's also very fluffy, right? Just yeah. have a lot of cult towards as allies. Uh, or maybe the other way, running uh, cults and militia with a few wordbearer elite allies. Could also yeah, be cool. cool. Uh, yeah. Sacrificial offering is... Oh, yeah. Uh, the wordbearer right war. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just put some shitty cultists in the middle of a little fortification, and then the enemy comes to try to attack them, and then they're just bait, and the trap is set. <laughs> Uh, well, cult is main for just a few, like chaplain or something. There, you know, that's uh, because there would be just be a few word bears that are taking con- uh, control of them. It's leading this, uh, yeah, fucking cultists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I hope I have convinced all of you guys out there that the word bears are cool. Stop calling us. <laughs> them more turd bearers they're better than that so so when you're starting word bearers call them i don't know i kind of got interested now that i <laughs> that's the thing though with 30k as a whole the fluff is so good that you delve into any legion or any background and you just oh fuck i should do- totally do this yeah. force um although there are some legions that i don't like as much that i feel like i i won't do a, a legion special about that legion uh, I'll have to, you'll have to do those and uh, convince me that they're cool. <laughs> do you have one? What but, example? Uh, uh, of what the legions that you should take or that you don't like? Uh, well, yeah, Space Wolves, for example, <laughs> is a legion that I probably wouldn't play myself. Challenge but, accepted. Yeah, yeah. No offense to any Space Wolf players. But... <laughs> uh, so I hope you enjoyed this. It was uh, it was really fun for me to go in, delve into them at least. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that matters is that I liked it. It's pretty unusual legions. It's nice to talk about. It. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I I feel like I don't see them much at events. I would like to see more of them. Be sweet to just have massive uh, squads of twenty marching forward, yeah. destroying everything, chanting the truth. The truth shall out. True gods. <laughs> Everyone must see the truth. Uh, would be cool if you could take, I mean, any traitors would, uh, could take a full force of allied word bearers with a chaplain and his bodyguard also, uh, which to, in, to just represent them uh, there to sp- like spread chaos. would be kind of fun. It's sort of like the opposite of the space wolves that send out these kill forces to keep control of all the primarchs. <laughs> the word bearers just sent like chaplains to, hey, sure you should, traitor. yeah, <laughs> you guys should start this uh, little, you know, secret club. It's really fun. We have all legions do it. <laughs> Play dark. Uh, 
Yeah, you can have medallions and stuff and say secret passwords to get in. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think it's time to wrap up this. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no. I'm just really excited about starting this new hobby year. I have a lot of stuff to do. So last yeah. year, I didn't really do that much, really. It's only compared to the first year because you started a, you made an entire army in like yeah. <laughs> just a few months. So of course, but, compared to that. But it's like, I haven't really done anything. I started my Sons of Horrors, but I never really finished them. Mm -hmm. Then I moved in summer. And then I'd be like, yeah, should I build this? But now that I'm building Iron Hands again, both Battlefield Gothic and more tanks, I'm really, mm -hmm. I'm really pumped. Yeah. This is like, I've been trying to find new projects, like, oh, maybe build this Legion. But in reality, I just want to build tanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do a t yeah, tank force with another Legion. <laughs> Black tanks, that's sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> right. We are just going to blame. It's all MKA's fault. <laughs> it taught us how to paint good, and now we can't finish anything. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> we can't lower our standards anymore. It's, oh, <laughs> damn it. He's <laughs> going to go back to playing unpainted. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't do that. Uh... Anyway, I have a nice song coming up now that you converted. It's still, uh, we're still going to have a religious, the religious side of this show. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're back. 2018 It's a year of heresy, of course. And remember, kids, Fulgrim gives head and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your hair. I left was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was real and not just fantasy? Just what I saw in my old dreams were the reflections of my Woman staring back at me 